coming up in this episode. Death here, where you have literally with the 12th house, literal death that begins new. It comes from Genesis 1, where we had the spirit hovered over the face of the deep, over the face of the waters. And this is Pisces. So Pisces governs the hands and the feet and the penile gland. And the penile gland, uh, it specifically hones in on the melanin. And it rules over melanin, the great melanin. This is the house of sacrifice. With this is that what are we willing to sacrifice for the life that we are destined to have? Happy Pisces season, Divine Ones. I'm Minister Ashley, and this is the astral prophetic reading for Pisces season. So I do have the video for the new moon in Pisces, as well as additional information about this Pisces season. Overall, Pisces is the beginning and the end. So after the first house, which starts in Aries, and all the way around throughout the zodiacal wheel, then we get to the 12th house, which is the dumping grounds. But it's also the primordial beginnings, something new that is being birthed out of the murky subconscious mind. This is a great time to tap into the infinite possibilities of life and the spiritual ancestral realms. So Pisces can be an overstimulation of emotions, overstimulation of even information but it's information that is already all around us we're always in the midst of constant information and different energies and spirits everywhere that we go energy spirits is all synonymous um atoms is all synonymous so it's all around us but how i perceive what is going on what i can see according to the lens that i have on is what's a, what i perceive to be around me like the great imagination where everything comes out of where you have infinite possibilities so virgo is honing in on what the possibility is for you. All is true, all is matter, all is creativity, all is the creative primal energy. Now, instead of us just tapping into all these different energies that are all around us at all times, that through Virgo, that we're able to hone in what is right for us. A real quick recap of the Pisces new moon that happened at one degrees of Pisces. So one degrees is the degree of Aries. Aries is about the self, is about the great I am. So with that energy and that primal force from Pisces that we are able to tap into like a, a the I am energy and what we perceive as our is ourself. So we're taking things from the great imagination, funneling it down to the great I am. The tarot card that is associated with that deacon of Pisces, which is the first deacon of Pisces, is the Eight of Cups. That is us realizing that something does not work and that we need to do some type of inner work. Now we're at the Nine of Cups with the Virgo full moon. And that indicates that we have indeed done some type of work. Now we're ready to move on to a new adventure. The full moon in Virgo happens on March 7th at 7.50 a.m. Eastern Standard Time in the second deacon of Pisces. This full moon happens in the 16th degree of Pisces, which is the degree ruled by Cancer, ruled by the moon, our emotions once again. So we have we have three players here, three mother motherly figures. We have Pisces, the primordial mother, then we have Cancer, the loving, nurturing mother, and then we have Virgo, the virgin mother. So the divine feminine energy is that of intuition, inner tuition, and being able to empathize with all of humanity. That's what I really intuitively feel. I feel like this energy, this is a, a good time to really, for you personally, to tap into any type of healing surrounding any motherly energy maybe even sisterhood energy but for the world overall i feel like it is a time 
to really feel what the world is going through. The people that inhabits the earth, but more so the earth itself. And I also hear about the ancestral realms surrounding the world. So it's like three layers to it. You have the world, people in the world that may be suffering. And then you have the world, the earth itself suffering. And then you have the ancestral realms that once again taps into this divine feminine ancestral energy. For a number of years now, that Leo, Leo season, any Leo activity, really strong Leo activity activity that happens, I always feel like it is the divine feminine ancestral energy, the realms of the divine feminine ancestral um, ancestors, divine feminine ancestors of ourselves, of myself, and of others that are coming together to form some type of, I, I just hear the word coalition. And they're battling forces on the other side for us. And I'm not just referring to those that incarnate as one man, but for the world as a whole. So the suffering, I, I really feel like it's combating the spirit of suffering. And I hear ignorance to those that are suffering. So I can't ignore this pull for three components once again. We have schools. Uh, prisons and hospitals. Now, all three of those, and it's really weird that all three of those have the same structure. When you look at the way how a prison, um, a school, and a hospital are set up from an aerial position, like from overhead, that they're set up just the same. But all three of them have programs, like all three of them are, are programmed uh, from beginning children. Uh, midlife uh, prison and then end of life nursing homes or hospitals hospice and all three of those are ruled by what <laughs> by Pisces the the primordial energy so we have a beginning middle and an end and that's what life is consisted of I posted a video here I posted several videos so one of them is about like the school system so you have the number 12 and 12 we are in the 12th house and then 12 3 um, which is creativity so what happens throughout the incarnation of a of from a child all the way to the end of a person's life where they revert back to a childlike state where they're dependent on others is that you have the, the beginning of life and that is reduced to um, programming in schools. And then people, whether they go to a physical prison or they go to a prison in the containment of a mindset. Um, that could be in the form of a job, form of a forced relationship in any type of way or the archetype of relationships that are projected into our societies. And then you have the tail end of life where that is like you have lived, now you are about to transition out. So going back to this number 12, and in, in, uh, in pretty much in this video they were saying that the person that developed the school system, the way how we know it now, where you have 12 years uh, of a, a person's life is spent in schools. And that was the magic number for to condition a society so they can take control of a, of a society. So you have this movie, it's called 12 Years a Slave. Now, it's symbolic. Uh, and I'm not talking about the history of the, the movie and of the person, but 12 Years a Slave and then 12 Years of Conditioning. 12 years of programming. And here we have the opportunity to transmute all of that uh, restriction of energy and restriction of freedom to 
to really bring in something new. I also feel a very strong Plutonian energy right through right now. And then this going to carry over um, over the next 20 years. And we have the 12 houses of the Maseroth, the Zodiac. And we have uh, the 12 apostles. Then we have um, the 12 sacred salts. Then we have the 12 um, alchemical references, 12 steps of alchemy. Uh, so this number of 12 is about death. And then uh, like a, a putrefaction um, where you break down, but it's something new. So you think about this really with the eighth house where like you go to the underworlds and you do something new. Uh, something comes out of that, out of that death. But this is the real death here where you have literally with the 12th house, literal death that begins new, literally new. And it comes from Genesis 1, where we had the spirit hovered over the face of the deep, over the face of the waters. And this is Pisces. That's what it was referring to. So Pisces governs the hands and the feet. And uh, this deals with the way how we create, the way how we're mobile. So you, your feet, the way how you can move around. And then you have um, and grounding your energy and drawing information and healing from the earth up throughout your, your chakra systems. And then you have with your hands, which you can create. Okay. Um, and then it also rules over the pituitary gland. I mean, excuse me, the pituitary system and then the penile gland. And the penile gland, uh, it specifically hones in on the melanin. And it rules over melanin, the great melanin. And then it also rules over um, the secretion of melatonin. This is the house of sacrifice. This is the house of where Christ sacrificed and you know the whole story where he was crucified and three days. I have a whole like little mini series about about that and then rose again. So uh, with this is that what are we willing to sacrifice for the life that we are destined to have? And it goes hand in hand. I remember one time being um, in, in church and it was a Bible study or whatever. And then it was one scripture we were going over. And I was like, isn't it saying that destiny is already predestined? And then the teacher was like, no, that means that we have free will. But it's, it, it was like an interchangeable scripture that like through the most high already knows our free will, but we still have free will, but we it's already predestined. It's like one of those type of flip around. You can see it how the way you, how the way you s choose to see it, but both sides are true. And what are we willing to sacrifice to have the life that we're destined to have? We're going to have it, and you are still going to have to make those sacrifices, whether you do it consciously or subconsciously, like without what seems to be free will. So certain things we have to go through in life in order for it to walk our path. So either you're going to walk that path by choice, which is a lot freer, a lot more blessings come with that, or you're going to have to walk it by force. And here it says that I'm referring back to Christ, that Christ freely laid his life down. So that's what we should be doing, freely laying ourselves down for the things that we are destined to do. So all of us are interconnected by me sacrificing and doing what I'm destined to do instead of having to uh, be forced to do it. I have a lot more blessings coming to me. And you could put yourself in that situation, um, interchange that to get that mentality. So things, when it, when it comes through inspiration, when it comes through willpower and your free will, or by force. And by force, you know, like, let's take this from a perspective of a parent. Like, okay, you already know you're supposed to clean your room. 
go ahead and clean your room. Oh, I didn't have to tell you to clean your room. So guess what? I'm gonna give you a little extra bonus, um, a little, a little extra spending money for allowance, a little, you know, um, kudos here. But if I had to keep telling you over and over again, and then give you a disciplinary, disciplinary action, and then you do it, it the, the result still is the same. But you had to go through extra steps to get there. You had to have a disciplinary action before you were able to get whatever you were destined to get. So that's the analogy that I think of. So I say all of that to say here, we have to ask ourselves, what are we to sacrifice to live the life that we are destined to live? Being that we're all interconnected, by me doing what I'm destined to do, whether by force or either by free will, that I am still helping out my neighbor, helping out this person, whether I interact with them personally or not. Now, I make it easier for myself by following the intuitive guidance that is given to me from my higher self, from my angels, my guides, my guides, um, my ancestors, fill in the blank, okay? And with that, it comes with a lot of blessings, okay? And a lot of dodging a lot of... Um, hurdles and obstacles but I still would have to do it even if I took the hard road or not so with that I think a good question to ask ourselves is what can I sacrifice to live the life that I'm destined to live okay so you guys make sure that you do follow you can follow me on IG TikTok um, building a new website for the store so look out for that and some new merch so definitely look out for that um and you can also subscribe, like, share, and comment. All of that helps the engagement here for me to be able to reach more divine ones with a divine message. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, happy Pisces season. I'll see you guys on the next one. All right. Peace.